five pieces of advice that I would give my 20-year-old self if I could go back in time six years. Let's do this. So at 20 years old, I was just starting university and very quickly I realized I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to train six years to become a fully qualified architect to get a starting salary of around 30K. And so I had to find myself again. I had no clue what I wanted to do, what direction I wanted to go down. I just knew I had this burning desire to be a somebody, whatever that meant at 20. And so if I had the advice or if I knew what I knew today, then I'd probably be able to get to where I am now a lot quicker, probably a hell of a lot further. And the first thing that I would say to myself, my 20 year old self is, surround yourself with people you can learn from and get rid of anybody that brings you down, that doesn't help you get to where you want to be because you do not owe anybody anything. When, when I was in my early 20s, I thought that my friends were entitled to be in my life because they'd shared certain memories with me, because they'd seen me grow up, because I'd had numerous nights out with them and I'd told them secrets that other people didn't know. When in reality, a lot of those people were dragging me down. A lot of those people didn't have my best intentions at heart. A lot of those people were secretly rooting for me to fail. They didn't want me to do well. And when I look back now, I would say 70, 80, maybe even 90% of the people that I would consider my friends when I was at university, I hadn't spoken to them in years. And I don't miss those relationships at all. In fact, many of those relationships, I'm glad that I don't have around me right now. And I think that when we are young, uh, and I feel old saying that I'm 26, but when we are still in that stage, we've just come out of school, we're joining university, we're tr still trying to find ourselves, tr still trying to figure out what it is that we want to do in our lives, what our true purpose is. I think we just fill the void with lots and lots of people. And we think that if we have lots of friends, if we have lots of relationships, then we'll just find our way and, and this is all we need in our life. And we can just go out all the time and we party and we mask what we truly need to make us happy. And so we end up surrounding ourselves with a lot of people that actually have no place in our lives. A lot of people that do not have our best intentions at heart. And so do not feel shame at all in distancing yourself from those people. Because if you're watching this right now and you're thinking of someone in your head as I'm saying this, that person does not deserve a place in your life, nor do you owe them a place. And in five years time, six years time, like I'm looking back, you certainly will not regret getting rid of that person or you won't miss them either. You also wanna surround yourself with people that you can learn from. We've all heard that you are the product of the top five people that you spend your time with. And this is very much true, but I think that it's not about surrounding yourself with people who have the things you want. It's about surrounding yourself with people you can actually learn from. So it's surrounding yourself with people that yes, they, they are in the position that you want to be in or they're going to that position, they're working to that same mutual cause, but those people also want to help you. They want to see you succeed and they want to share in your victories. So when you're looking at your friendship circle, think about the people that would be happy for you when you do well, be happy for you when you succeed and keep surrounding yourself with those people because they're the people that you're going to learn from and that are gonna to wanna to teach you when they learn something that you don't know yet, when they achieve something that you haven't yet achieved. So look at your inner circle. The second thing is Jordan, don't be afraid to go against the grain. Trust your judgment more. Don't look to others for validation and certainly don't ask people for advice that aren't qualified to give you that advice. When we have new ideas, especially in business, we go to our friends, we go to our family because we're excited. But often those people aren't actually qualified 
to give us their advice on what they think we should do because we're pioneering something new. And so what we need to do is go to somebody who has already achieved what we are trying to achieve in whatever idea that we have. And if there isn't somebody, then just take the risk, pioneer something. If you have a gut feeling that you should do something in your business life or a company that you should start, then just take that risk and don't look to somebody else for validation on whether or not you should do that. If we look back to a year and a half ago when we first launched the Affluent brand, I had an idea about guaranteeing success to our members. It was something that nobody else had ever done in the online education agency space. And it was completely uncharted territory. All of my peers said, Jordan, this is a huge risk. Nobody has done this. There's no proof of concept. You don't know that it's going to work. And in that moment, I just trusted my gut because I knew that if I truly believed or desired for a world where all aspiring entrepreneurs find success, I would put my money where my mouth is and I would put a guarantee stamp on my training. Now we fast forward to today and every Tom, Dick and Harry competitor has a budget version of the guarantee that we bought out a year and a half ago. And in a way, that feels great because I trusted my own judgment and it pulled off and it worked and people spoke about it and our competitors I copied it and I'm cool with that. So go against the grain and trust yourself more. Now, the third thing I would say to myself is, Jordan, it's not money you're chasing, it's freedom. In my early 20s, I thought money was the root to all happiness. I was one of those people that said, if you say that money doesn't make you happy, it's because you haven't got any. I thought if you have a fast car, a nice house, and you can go on 10 holidays a year, you will hit your peak of happiness. And that simply isn't true. When I got money and I became successful within the businesses and I had all of those things, I realized it wasn't the money that made me happy, it was the freedom that came alongside that. It was waking up one day and realizing that I will never have to worry about cash again. I will never have to worry about paying a bill. I will never have to worry about my family and my friends and the people that mean the most to me not having everything that they need. And it was that weight lifted off my shoulders that I didn't even know I had on. It was those chains of society that I didn't even realize I was preconditioned to. And when I realized that, I think that it was an incredibly pivotal part in my life and I stopped chasing materialism. But what I would say to myself is, Jordan, it's okay to be materialistic because I had to go through that myself to find that out. And I think that all of you guys, any of you who are chasing materialism right now, need to go through that exact same cycle. If you're not, then you're already a step ahead, right? But if you are chasing material and you're convinced that finances and nice things are gonna make you happy and that's what's gonna fix your life, then you need to get those things first and you need to indulge and experience that to then go full circle and truly understand what it is you need to change in your life to make you happy. For me, it was realizing that actually, I mean, I love the car, I love the house, I love all these things. They don't make me happier than I was five years ago, right? I enjoy them all in the moment. It's great living in a nice house. It's incredible driving in a fast car, but fundamentally as a human being, I'm still the same person, right? Just the things around me have changed. But what truly leveled up my happiness was having something in my life that gave me fulfillment. It was finding purpose through my business and my business giving me that creative freedom to finally get fulfillment, to help other people be successful. Because that was the thing I always used to preach about way before I even had a pot to piss in, way before I even knew I was going to university when I was 16 years old with my friends. And back then they'd be like, 
Mark East Jordan talking about. I would always cry out for this desire that I wanted to help other people do well because I felt so limited by my surroundings. I felt so trapped by the fact that I had nobody to help me get to where I wanted to be. I had no way of expressing who I wanted to be or where I wanted to get to. I just knew I wanted to be a somebody, but I didn't have a vehicle to get me to the place that I wanted to get to without even knowing where I wanted to get to. If you're watching this right now, you'll know what I mean if you're in that position. You have this burning desire to be a somebody and get something and get somewhere in your life, but you don't know how to get there or where that place even is. And my passion has always been helping people realize that thing, get that vehicle and get to where they want to be that can truly make them happy. And I think when I had that fulfillment within the business through all of the companies, the agency, the academy, Learn Ads, any other venture we work on in the future and philanthropy, I think it's that fulfillment or I know it's that fulfillment element that made me a well-rounded and truly happy person. I'm always going to enjoy the nice things. I'm always going to enjoy the new house. We've moved into a beautiful new house. It makes me incredibly happy but I'm still exactly the same person and you need to be happy as a person before you try and fix all of your personal issues with materialism. So yeah, it's not money, it's freedom. Number four, stop trying to invent the next biggest thing. I always thought that I had to invent the next Uber. I had to invent the next Airbnb. Business was all about finding that next biggest idea so you can hit the ground running. And that's the only way you can make big money. I looked at companies like restaurants and real estate agents and doctor surgeries and all these companies that popped up all over the places, like companies that don't really make a lot of money. I don't know why I thought that. I thought the only way that you can become a multimillionaire is through finding a new idea. And that's when I think I was purely just limited by what I didn't realize the internet was capable of. We are in this age that is, it is scary how much money people can make through online business. And there are people out there, I have a personal friend, actually so happened to be one of my first ever mentorship students. And he reached out to me two weeks ago. He launched an e-commerce store in November last year. And this guy, I used to meet him for coffees in Starbucks and I would talk to him about the agency I just started. I was making like eight grand a month at this point, 10K a month. This is literally when I first started my coaching program. And he was just perplexed. He was just amazed. His mind was blown that I was earning this kind of money from my agency. He reached out to me a couple of weeks ago and Nick is his name. Nick, shout out to you. Nick, I'm so proud of this guy. In November 2019, or November 2020, started an e-commerce store and he is now making over £900,000 a month profit. And that's what online can do. And they are the capabilities of online business. And what he's done and what I did and what I realized is that I didn't need to invent the next biggest thing. I just needed to replicate an existing business model that was already out there in the online space that had been proven by so many other people before me. And I needed to get that cash flow through that business so I could then go on to do whatever I wanted, right? So I could then build my wealth and start whatever philanthropy courses I wanted to start or or start whatever companies I want to venture into. I needed to get that cash to start off with through a business that I knew that I could replicate that had already been proven by so many people before me. That's why I'm so passionate about the agency business model, about service-based business full stop. It doesn't matter if you offer Facebook ads or website design or graphic design. It's a business model which is completely evergreen, which will be around forever, no matter what service you are offering. It's an infinitely scalable business that anybody can launch and anybody can learn a skill set based on whatever passions they have. And it allows anybody 
who has the passion or drive and determination resilience to be successful get to that place and that's why I'm so passionate about that model and it's that I wish I knew it sooner I just wish I knew that this world existed sooner and I was so limited by the belief that I had to create the next thing so stop trying to invent the wheel Jordan should have started an agency much much sooner now the final thing I would say to myself is Jordan sometimes life just happens things don't always go the way you want them to go things don't move as fast as you want them to move and you're not always going to be successful in everything that you do and that is okay I was saying to a friend the other day that I've become so good at receiving knockbacks that when something bad happens something financial or something goes wrong or there's a issue within my life no matter what area that is in I just say do you know what life happens and I don't allow myself to become too emotionally detached emotionally attached sorry to that issue Whereas in my early 20s, when I got in debt, when I lost my job, when my nightclub event business went went tits up and I was struggling to pay off and work myself up the corporate sales ladder, I felt sorry for myself. I worked myself into depression. I was so beaten up by the fact that life wasn't going well and I wasn't where I wanted to be and things weren't moving quick enough and why couldn't I get to where I wanted to be and why can't I make the money I want to be earning and and why I know I'm so much better than where I am right now and I was just in this cycle of self, not even self-loathing, just self-pity. I would say. And it's not until I had failure after failure after failure that I realized that life just happens. And that is okay. Because in the long run, it will all come into place if every single day you are just doing things that push you to where you want to get to. If every single day you are spending the majority of your time working on your bread and butter business, working on your relationships with your family, working on your relationships with your girlfriend, working on whatever it is that makes you happy. And this isn't just business advice, this is just life in general. As long as you are focusing the majority of your time on the thing that makes you the happiest, then you'll get there. You literally cannot fail as long as you don't give up. And it sounds cheesy saying that, but you can't. Let's take an agency, for example. You reach out to 10 new companies every single day. You get told no by 10 companies every day for 30 days. The 31st day, someone's going to say yes. On the 60th day, someone's going to say yes. On the 14th day, someone's going to say yes. You physically cannot outreach people every single day without giving up, without signing a client eventually. And then you physically cannot sign up your second client if you carry on outreaching after that. The only thing that's going to stop you getting a successful business, successful agency, successful relationship is if you give up on that thing. So just accept that life happens, things will get in the way, and it won't always go as smoothly as you want it to. So that's what I would say to myself. But anyway, Jordan, keep doing what you're doing, bro. And you guys, keep doing what you're doing too. Let me know if I've missed anything. Let me know what you would say to your 20-year-old self or your 18-year-old self, your 16-year-old self relative to you. And of course, if you haven't yet and you're watching this when we just brought out the video, make sure you enter our 5K 27-inch iMac giveaway. There's a link in the description. Massive giveaway and there's plenty of ways for you to enter. Yeah, that's it from me. See you all soon. Cheers, guys.